This is the Kitzur of Sicha Gimel of Parshas Vayelech in Chelech Yutes, page 315. The Rabbi begins with what it says in this week's And the Ragachavar asks on the expression the Pasuk says that the Torah was given to Kainim B'nei Levi. This expression is said before in Parsha Shaftim by the Parsha of Egla Arufov and Nikshua Kainim B'nei Levi. And there, the Sifri says that Kain ibn Levi comes to say that this includes even Bali Mumin. So the Rakhachava asks, over here, when it speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu giving them the Torah, what is the meaning of B'nai Levi to include even Bali Mumin? How, how, how would that apply in our case? We're not talking about anything related to an Aveda that the Kainim does, do, so why do we have to include B'nai Levi that are Bali Mumin? And the Rakhachava doesn't give an answer. So the Rabbi says, we have Rashi, and there's Nyanum of Flam in Rashi, and we'll see from what Rashi says an answer to this question. Rashi, on this Pasuk, Vayichtev Moshe Vayitna says, Keshenigmer Akula, when the whole title was complete, Nasna Levnei Shifta, he gave it to his Shevet. So when Rashi says, Keshenigmer Akula, that's understood. Rashi's coming to clarify that Moshe Rabbeinu actually wrote the entire title, even though we're only here at Parshas Vayelech, he wrote the title till the end. And that's why Rashi brings the words Vayitna, Moshe, even though he gave it now, but he did complete the entire Torah. So that's understood. The question, however, is, what does Rashi mean when he says, Nasan Lovnei Shiftai? Simply, it seems like Rashi is saying that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't give the Torah to the Kainim, rather he gave it to the entire Shevet Levi. But the question is, how could Rashi say that he gave it to the entire Shevet Levi? Usually when the Torah writes, Kainim B'nai Levi, or the Torah, that is, when it says in the Torah, Kainim B'nai Levi, it always means a Kainim. And a similar, the Torah uses the expression a few times, Hakainim Halavim. Rashi says, Hakainim Shiyotzim Shevet Levi. So why would Rashi here say that he gave it to the entire Shevet? Even though the Pasik here does say, So seemingly it's only the Levim that carry the Arayim, but the Cheskuni already says that that refers to the Kainim that would prepare or appointed the Levim to carry. But it doesn't mean Bnei Levi. The Pasik says Kayanim. So why does Rashi say that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it to Bnei Shifta, which means he gave it to the entire Shevet Levi, not like the simple Pshara the Pasik. So the explanation here is, Be'emes, even Rashi agrees, like it says in the Pasik, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Torah that he wrote to the Kayanim specifically. However, just like when it says in the Pasik afterwards that he gave it to Kozikne Yisrael. He also wrote a Torah and he gave it to the other tribes of the Eden. Who did he give it to? To the Zikna Yisrael, representing the whole Shevet. Similar over here, when he gave it to the Kainim, he didn't give it to the Kainim for themselves. He gave it to the Kainim as representatives of the entire Shevet Levi. That's why Rashi says, giving it to the Kainim is giving it to all of Bnei Shiftai. Now, even though the Kainim are really separated from the rest of Shevet Levi, they, they, and they even camp in a separate place from the rest of Shevet Levi. But that doesn't mean that they're part of, not, not part of Shevet Levi. They still are part of Shevet Levi, but they have an additional mila that they're Kainim. And we see this from another two places in Torah. One is in Parshish Baha'u'llah There it says that Arna Kainim felt bad that he wasn't part of the inauguration of the Mishkan with all the Karbonis. And the expression Rashi uses there is that he complained that loyhu v'loy shiftai, not he and not a shevet were part of this. And they tell, told him that, that what you're doing is greater because you are madlik and made You light the menoida. So there we see that him lighting the menoida is also representing his whole shevet. Rashi says loyhu v'loy shiftai. Similar when it comes to after the Machlekes of Kairach, and the Ebesha says you should take matois from the Eden, 12 matois, and then the Ebesha will choose the one 
And he said, Abisha says, take from Matalevi, only one from Matalevi. So Rashi there clarifies, even though there's Mishpachas Kohuna and Mishpachas Levia, but Shevet Echadu. They're one Shevet, and therefore there's one Mata that's taken for both of them. So we see again that the Kayanim are part of Shevet Levi. So now, coming back to what the Rakhid Shavu says, we can say similar regarding when the Pasuk here says, B'nai Levi. And according to the Sifri, this comes to include even Balimumin. The reason why the Torah is saying this over here is the, the, the Yerushalmi refers to a Balmum as a Zar. In relation to all the other Kayan that could do the Aveda, he's a Zar. Even though he still is a Kayan, he can eat from the Kachim, he's Machaper when he eats, but nevertheless, he's considered to be a Zar. So therefore, over here, since we're giving the, the Torah to the Kayanim, not because of who they are with the Kedusha of the Kohona, but as representing B'nai Levi, so therefore what the Pasuk is saying is that this includes even the B'nai Le, the, the Kayanim, which are on a level lower, and they're like similar to all of B'nai Levi, because they're considered to be a Zar to the Kayanim that do the Aveda, but nevertheless, because they got the Torah, not because of their level of the Kedusha as a Kayanim, but rather to represent the Shevet Levi, so therefore this includes even the uh, Kayanim that were Bali moment that are considered to be a czar regarding the kainim that could do the Aveda. That's uh, what the Pasuk here is saying. But the question still remains regarding all three subjects that we just spoke about, where we see that the kainim are really still part of Shevet Levi, and therefore in our case they represent Shevet Levi, that seemingly the kainim should still be getting a taita separately, and also regarding the other cases that I've brought up, the kainim and the Levim should still be separate. And the reason is, when it comes to taita, even though the Kayanim teach Taita and the Levim also teach Taita to all the Kal Yisrael, as the Pasuk says, but nevertheless, the Kayanim had much more of a responsibility. The Pasuk says, This is in Parsha Shaiftim. It's the Kayanim, they teach, they have to settle every argument and all the dinim of Nagayim. So, shouldn't they be getting a Sefer Taita separately? Similar when it comes to the Hatavas Anedis, that's the special mitzvah that Arna Kayin got, and only Arna Kayin can do this, and not any of the Levim, and, and like, like the rest of Klal Yisrael. So if so, how can we say that Arna Kayin lighting the Benayda represents the Levim as well? There should have been something separate over here for the Levim. And finally, regarding the last thing that ever brought up by the argument of Kairach, the whole argument of Kairach was all regarding the Kohona, not regarding being part of Shevet Levi. Kairach himself was a Levi. So if the whole point of this sign that Hashem is going to show with the mata is regarding the kohone, so why is there only one mata for the whole Shevet Levi? There should have been a separate mata for the kainim. So here, to explain this, we could understand why in these three cases the kainim are not singled out separately and they're just part of the family of Shevet Levi. Because there's a difference between the Aveda of kainim and the Aveda of Leviim. Both Kainim and Levim are separated to serve Hashem, they're separated from all in Yoni Yoilam Hazah. But there's a difference between them. Kainim are not allowed to be Metam themselves, and therefore they're not even allowed to go into Chutzlaretz. A Levi, however, is allowed to be Metam himself, but when he comes to do the Aveda in the base of Mikdash, he will have to be Metam himself. What does this mean? A Kayin is a level of Kedusha where there is no Tumah at all. He got to the point, to use the Alter Rebbe's expression in Tanya, is Hapche, when, when there's absolutely no negativity at all. Al-Tarebbe there says that there's Madan and Loshen Rabin, there's two types of delicacies. There's a delicacy which is sweet and Gishmak with absolutely no bitter taste in it. This is the Aved of the Kainim. Absolute is Hapche, and therefore there's no connection to Tom at all. Levi, however, is the Aved of Eskafia. Levi is a place where, you, where there is evil and you have to break it, and this is the Madan where you have to sweeten it and you have to spice it up. This is the Aved where there is Tome, and they have to table themselves, Bittul, 
in order to be to do their avodah. So therefore, now we could understand why in these three subjects that we're speaking about over here, these are matters that are related to something which is negative. The, uh, t- trying to deal with something which is negative, and therefore this can't be something which is related only uniquely to the kainim, but rather the kainim is part of shevet levi because dafke shevet levi is this type of aveda which has to deal with things that are negative. So all three matters. First of all, regarding writing the sefer that we're speaking about in this week's parsha, the sefer here was not just simply being written to learn from the teda. The Sefer was being written after all the Techacha of Parshas Kisavai and the Krisis Bris and Parshas Nitzavim. This is all to strengthen the Yidin to stand up to all the challenges that they have and therefore they're getting this Teire. So therefore we're dealing with a kind of Aveda where a person has a, a tough time and he has to have this Teire for extra encouragement. So the, therefore the Kainim are receiving this Teire only as a representative of all of Shevet Levi. This is their kind of Aveda. Similar when it comes to preparing the natives of the Beis HaMikdash. So when it says in the Pasuk, Chol Shadaitai, that Aaron HaKayim felt bad that he wasn't included, this is a kind of Aveda related to Tshuva, where Aaron HaKayim was sort of left out, and now he's coming back, and Abish is giving him something even greater. This union of Tshuva is related again to this Aveda of Levi. And Bechlal, the whole union of lighting the Menorah is about bringing the Eir of the Menorah into the entire world, which is Ma'at Eir, Deich to dispel darkness. Again, the Aveda of the Leviim, not the Kainim that are completely removed of darkness. Finally, regarding the Machleikis Kairach, is also obviously something which there is an argument about, and the whole idea of the, this, the, the Matos that were brought there was all to quiet down the complaints of Yidin, so therefore this is something which is related to a level where there can be arguments and complaints, and therefore this is the Kainim that are being chosen, but, but still together and as representative of Shevet Levi. On the other hand, though, even though we're speaking about the Kainim as representative of Shevet Levi, but nevertheless, it was the Kainim that are the Shluchim to do all these three things. They get the Teire, they have to clean them and prepare the, the natives of the Beis HaMikdash, and they were chosen by the, by the Matos that were brought from all the Klal Yisrael. Because this represents the fact that we're combining the Maila of Shevet Levi, on one hand, it's the Kainim representing the whole Shevet. There's a tremendous mile in the Aveda of Eskafia. When you come down to the place where there's Ra, and you rectify it and subdue it and elevate it. And then also the level of Kain, which is the Aveda of Eshapche, where you have the absolute transformation, the Tachlis Hashlemus. So you have the mile of both Kain and Levi here. And the, the, the mile of the Kain is that it has the absolute Eshapche, Hashechel, and Ahayre, Umiridu, Lemiska, bitterness to darkness, and it becomes Kulay Taif, only perfect good.